need to talk with someone about something you can't talk about with anyone else? You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role-play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web. And now, here she is, Dr. Susan Block. Brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, artists and exhibitionists, Voyeurs and connoisseurs, mistresses and furniture, bonobos and rhinos, all you children of sex, and we are all children of sex. Yes, indeed, brothers and sisters, we may or may not be children of God, Jesus, Allah, Buddha, Brahma, or the great pimp in the sky. Pimp me out. I love ya. We don't know. Could be a pimptress. But one thing we do know, we are all children of sex. With a capital X. Can I hear an amen? Can I hear an A women? Hey, women! I want to welcome you to Dr. Susie's Speakeasy in Bonoboville. I am the Irreverend Dr. Susan Block, your servant and your mistress of the airwaves. And um, very excited. Ooh, so excited about tonight's show. Mm-hmm. Yes, indeed, brothers and sisters. I have some very special guests. Uh-huh. Forget Fifty Shades of Grey. Right? That Mr. Grey is just a fantasy. Not very real. I mean, just poorly written, really. I'm not going to talk about the acting in the movie, okay? The writing. I think I can say, uh uh, not real. I got a real Mr. Gray here on the Dr. Susan Block Show tonight. I might say the the real Mr. Gray 
John Gray, the founder and CEO of Spearmint Rhino. Everyone knows what Spearmint Rhino is, right? Anybody in this room doesn't know what it is. Huh? Uh, sounds like a, a horny animal <laughs> who's sucking on a breath mint, right? That's what I think Spearmint Rhino sounds like to me. But it is the largest and the most highly rated gentleman's AKA strip, I can say this, because I wrote the definition of strip tease for the new Wiley Blackwell International Encyclopedia of Human Sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. Give it to me just for saying that without stumbling. Okay. Anyway, these clubs, nightclubs, this is the penultimate. And Mr. Gray is here to join us. And uh, I think he's somewhere behind those hot lights. So please, Mr. Gray, come to my broadcast bed here. Come sit over here. There's a few feathers here. Yeah, have a seat. Got your Red Bull. Yes, indeed. I need a microphone. Uh, let's see. Here is my lovely, oh. This test, is also test. my lovely assistant, Max, test. my butler and husband <laughs> test, of 23 test. years, and you. here you go. And we have some headsets for you, too, so you can hear yourself. Yes, nicely. Right. We broadcast on radio and TV at the same time on the Internet. So, welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh, I'm so excited to have you. I'm a big admirer of yours. And I just, um, you're just such a great mogul, you know? It's, uh, you bring so much pleasure to people. And you're controversial, like some people we know. So, I'm just looking great. at your furniture here. Yeah, yeah, uh, this, <laughs> actually, interestingly, uh, this is a young lady, uh, Cindy. I'm actually a Spearmint Rhino girl. Are you? Which, which club? Which You're one? Talking to the microphone. Uh, which one? Um, I work at the one in Vegas once a month. Oh, do you? Yeah. yeah. See? Yeah. They're everywhere. <laughs> so I'm, I'm really happy to meet you. Nice meeting you. You're one of the duffel bag carrying airport women out in Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> I go on the stripper on the stripper plane. Yeah. The duffel bag. Is that her duffel bag? That I don't know. Piece of I haven't furniture? figured he, that out. Um, become a duffel bag, you know? <laughs> he's, my zip him up? he's my slave and um, occasional furniture. All right. Yeah. Well, you could do a table dance on him. He's strong enough. <laughs> he is. Yeah. He's very strong. All right, well, you know, we're surrounded by your girls, your guys, and now you're here. And we're so excited uh, because this is like the biggest chain of strip clubs in the world. And we want to know more about you and, and how you became a real Mr. Gray. Well, just, just ask away. Okay. Okay, I'll hold this up. We know you're from West Covina. You hear that, Abe? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, actually, La Puente, but West Covina sounds better. Okay. Oh, okay. And now you're in Newport Beach. I live in Newport Beach, and, and, and I'm an old guy at 58 now, and I've been doing this since I was like 18. Wow. Started in, this. in well, this did the strip club thing, but I started out. I had 
See, I had two massage parlors. Your husband and I were talking about Stanley Fleshman oh, that represented me back oh, in the day. Really? Oh, really? Had wow. two swing party houses. Didn't know this. Did phone sex. Solberg Griffin, Johnny Carson, all that yes. type of stuff. And then did nightclubs and yeah, flipped one. I read about you. I saw yes. that you did the phone thing. Have oh, you had yes. any dungeons? I actually, I did. I had a massage parlor that Stanley Fleshman had me become an ordained minister for, called Capricious, for about 15 years, right at Huntley in Santa Monica. Wow. In the old boys' town. And we did all of the dungeons, whips, chains, cages, all of that type of thing. Back in the day. But I should explain Stanley Fleischman, just in case you've just tuned in and you don't know. He was a great First Amendment attorney who was also a paraplegic. He was in a wheelchair. And he just really believed in defending all kinds of free speech. Yeah. And then John Weston was kind of his John, yeah. protege, and, and John's represented me for 30 years as well. Yes. Yeah. And so, yes, he has also represented Captain Max. And, <laughs> uh, and wow, that's interesting. But, you know, when I look you up, it says that, uh, you know, you wanted to be a cop. Yeah. When you were a kid. So I'm glad research, you yeah. decided to do something much more productive and positive for the community. No. Uh, yeah, yeah. You, you certainly made a switch, huh? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I actually, I actually have a, an undergraduate degree in police science, and then I mm. went to law school and became an attorney, and that was tremendously helpful in this business because mm. it's so legally oriented. Absolutely. Yeah. I feel like I've taken, you know, the non-academic course in police science myself. Yeah, but you went to <laughs> Yale. I read about you as well. Yeah, but I didn't take police science there. <laughs> <laughs> I took it in the school of hard knocks when they tried to bust me. They had nothing, but they thought I was running like a spearmint rhino, mm -hmm. basically without a license. And then they found out it was just a show. And, and you uh, represented yourself, your husband I told did. me. I did. Yeah. I was in pro per, legally blonde. <laughs> you guys are so cool with your Wikipedia pages. Yeah. Oh, Both of us have them. Yeah, yeah you looked us up. I've looked, you, I've looked you up many times. Oh, mm. and you're so mysterious and sexy like that. I, I keep it low-key. <laughs> I see. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, okay. So from the key of... Wanting to be a cop as a kid, mm -hmm. uh, what do you think made you want to be a cop? Do you think it was like a, a sexual fetish? No, no I mean, I, I, a hero thing. Growing up in a shit neighborhood with you know alcoholic parents, only kid wanted to alcoholic. do something oh. and had to figure out what I was going to do. So I thought, well, gee, law enforcement, fire department, something of that. Starting a uh huh. But instead, you went to law school and got into the family business of construction? Yeah, well, what, what happened was is I went to law school in 77, but dropped out because I had built a construction company. And um, the construction was doing too much money, so I said, hell with being a law enforcement officer and just kept on building the construction company. And that building led to other things. Thing. Yeah. And you know who else went from construction to, well, constructing, you know, uh, dens of iniquity? Uh, Dennis Hoff. Mm. In a whole other area. Yeah, the, Do you know him? Yeah, I've met him before. Yeah. And, you know, He's the brothels are, are completely different, of course. But it's well, a, of course. Yeah, of yeah, course. It's completely different. A lot of people don't realize that the businesses, the magazine guys, from the video guys, from the brothel guys, from the gentleman club guys or strip club guys, completely different. And it's odd how much one doesn't know about the other one's business. Well, they are very different. 
and and we in the uh, sex field or industry are very aware of these differences, and people who uh, patronize these establishments are kind of aware. But as a therapist, let me tell you, you know, the great out there people just feel that this is all that sex field. You know, this is all fantasy. This is all just. Um, kind of part of the same thing, appealing yeah. to your fantasy and yeah. not just to the straight and narrow white picket fence interpretation of life. Yeah, no, I, I agree. It's taboo, for, for lack of a better definition. Yeah. But you know what I did is when I was a kid, I was always interested. I was promiscuous, yes. but I was interested. And it was a business proposition, and I figured, well, it was lawful. And for how many women had that one vibrator shoved up in the closet behind the pillow, divided by those that manufacture it, must be a big business. So my first insight was when I was 18, I went to work for one of the adult bookstores in L.A., just mopping ah. floors in the back. And it was one of the old EWAP ones that became Marche Manufacturing that's Doc Johnson and Rod Braverman's now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know Ron? Oh, oh yeah, of, course of course we know Ron. Yeah. Shout out to Ron Braverman, uh, Doc Johnson. Uh, that's the original Doc on Twitter. Rubber dicks that Monica prefers. <laughs> ah, Monica. Whoa. You were talking about ladies that shove their um, dildos and vibrators in the closet? Yes. Well, some, some. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. Because I, I like to shove them in other places. I understand. Mm. If yeah, I was your furniture, I would be nervous that. right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, he's twitching with excitement, actually. He loves that, that uh, penetration. But anyway, I went out to, to what was Marche Manufacturing mm -hmm. under the premise of me lying and saying, gee, I, I was going to open an adult bookstore. And they gave me a tour. And I always figured there was a person pouring these rubber dicks in a mold in the back of their garage. And it, it looked like Mattel. There were loading docks and trucks. Yes. And this was probably yes. 1975, 76. Yeah. It was a big business back then. And a light went on in my head. And it's said, like a factory of people making. He's getting yeah. me excited it's, it's talking about all these plastic cocks. One of oh. the first real sex shows on HBO <laughs> that I was on also showed the factory of Doc Johnson. With Here's all the little old Mexican ladies. That's right. Yeah, yeah. all in the white coats running yeah. around. So you were thinking, this is what women get. What, what do men need? Well, no, what the point was is because Strip of... Strip clubs. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. But, but the point is, is that... You know, you had a hell of a market yeah. with few people in it because of that taboo block. Yeah. So why not go there as opposed to where everybody else was already in? Right. So really it was more, I was always promiscuous, so I had an insight by my own interest. But it was a business proposition at the end of the day of division, which was a, a marketplace for a product that was divided by few that were in it because of the taboo blocking them from entering the field. I'd like to address that word promiscuous that you've used a few times. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure it's accurate. And we know that the word promiscuous, if you break it down to its dictionary definition, simply means uh, pro-mixing. That you're for mixed partners. It doesn't mean anything bad. It's society that's made having mixed partners, having different partners into something bad. Now, that being said, I don't know if you actually did bad things. But <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know. I, I'm, I'm assuming you had several partners, different partners, oh, yeah. and that's why you're yeah. saying promiscuous. Well, but I mean, tell, me what, tell me how bad you were as a boy. <laughs> 16 what? sold my mom's car, drove from La Puente to Tarzana, oh, went to see, a swing party bad. and had three All women. Right. That's called thievery, not just yeah. promiscuity. Yeah. That's, that's right. When I was seven, I sold my, my, my uh, brother's uh, 
baby carriage. Well, I guess me. it's in the family. The baby so, carriage. Know, yeah. Right? <laughs> now, there's a fetish I didn't know about. That brings <laughs> an interesting question to mind, actually. Um, I was talking to a friend the other day, and he was asking me if I thought that polyamory is, um, is an orientation like being gay or bisexual or straight. What do you think? I think it's an opportunity. I think we're, we could all be polyamorous. We could all have different partners. And some of us do it in fantasy. Some of us do it by going to strip clubs or gentlemen's clubs. Although that makes me feel left out if I like to go. I'm a lady that likes to go. So, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, entertainment clubs. Some of us do it by actually having other partners. I, I mean, I think it's very natural. Like the bonobos. The bonobos have many partners. I actually think I don't think it's a, an orientation at all. I think it's w the way all of us are oriented. It's just that most of us are repressed. I would say monogamy isn't natural. There you go. Yeah. I, I don't. I don't. It depends on how you defend or define monogamy. I suppose. Right. right. I mean, if monogamy is just being devoted, well. I'm totally devoted to my husband. And, you know, so people define it differently nowadays. There's a, there's a word now, uh, monogamish. Tal Ruspoli made a movie that I'm in, and uh, it's called monogamish. And I think that's how people are defining monogamy, even, in a sort of uh, open way, where maybe you could go to a gentleman's club uh, or a ladies club uh, once a month uh, or maybe you look at porn or uh, you know for some people the extra partner is a dildo <laughs> <laughs> or the live literally thing. or figures or, or, or the live thing, thing. <laughs> right right so so okay but what's what's the secret of your success you got into this field of sexuality like a lot of us have, uh, but uh, it started with, uh, I guess, converting a restaurant. You know, people wonder, where does that term spearmint rhino come from? And to me, it sounds like a horny animal, you know, <laughs> yeah, no, sucking no, I mean, on a breath I've, I've been asked a uh, thousand times, and there is no real background. I had a bunch oh, of kids. Oh, really? I had a bunch but there's of a, there's a, wait a second, there's an article, and it's actually on Wikipedia, it says there was a restaurant called the Peppermint, Peppermint Elephant, Elephant yeah. and you wanted to create something well peppermint elephant was was nine nightclubs that were in the 80s oh, a okay. disco nothing to do with adult oh. i actually sold those and got bored opened another nightclub and yeah. called it as a name place spearmint rhino there you go and neither have any connotation of aphrodisiac sexuality nothing it was just a name play well it does make you feel like the girls are not going to have bad breath <laughs> and the rhino thing is, you know, I mean, it, it's, a little you know, having a horn on the, <laughs> it sounds very phallic. I don't know. It, it does have this. But not by intention. In other words, it wasn't intentional. Well, it, it's become, it's become a word for but sex. Because remember, the first spearmint rhino, indeed the first three were just nightclubs. Okay. There was just a follow-up of the first one. And then Hooters opened down the street, had daytime business. This was back in the 80s. And I said, well, gee, we need daytime business. So I put the girls in bikini-clad type of outfits and started the daytime business and packed the place and local law enforcement came in and said, you can't do that and cited us, we sued them. And I, I hear that little laugh back there and, and got the ordinance yeah. ruled unconstitutional and it was Roger Diamond that represented us and oh, we great. blew out the ordinance and 
got more than we bargained for and did the moral weighing of do we want to get in the business or not and tried it and a green light went on. So I think one of the secrets, which isn't really a secret to your success is, you know, you, go, you need to go to law school. You need to know the law in order to really be in this business because it's so strange with the laws. It's very, very technical. And I think you have to be tough and you have to be dedicated and you have to say, hey, you can't do that to me. I, I'm, these girls are going to wear bikinis or in any business where you have to defend it. I've been prosecuted 23 times for, for my work. So, you know, as they say in Italy, faccia tosta. In America, they say uh, poker face. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, I, I agree. But going from what you've said, if you understand the foundation or rationality right. of the law and what the politicians wanted and what the law actually says and what it means and how you defend that against what everybody flippantly says, First Amendment or freedom of speech, you probably save a lot in attorney fees, if nothing else, and you can guide <laughs> yeah, them rather than them guiding you along that's the That's correct. <laughs> yeah. You, you did a lot of homework on me, did I you? did a little. I, I <laughs> that's have, scary. You know, actually, let me quote. The Guardian said, forget Playboy. Well... We won't in a minute when we... No, Guardian said I was a gangster and Gray's, all kinds of... Pop. I know, oh, there's yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of criticism of you. Okay, Gray's business model is McDonald's. We already have fast food, but for the future, according to Gray, we have fast fantasy. Did, did you say that? or did I they don't even recall saying that. <laughs> <laughs> I might uh, have been wasted at the time. Okay. What you know what I mean, is it the McDonald's of... Of uh, of sex. Well, I would like. Well, not of sex. Of fantasy. Remember, we aren't sex. Right. We're, we're the illusion. Sexual of. fantasy. Yeah, it's just it's a it's a fantasy business. They they serve better food, I think. Yeah, and I mean, yeah. unfortunately, it's changed somewhat. It's become more sexual. But, yeah. But um, I define sex <laughs> in a bigger way than intercourse. I mean, intercourse and oral sex, of course, those are what we call I don't know hardcore. Um, those are like really engaging, penetrative right. sex. Right. But, you know, when someone is dancing in front of me and, I don't know, making me come in my pants uh, or G-string, I, I call that sex. Yeah. Would yeah. a sexy girl make you come in your pants? Um, no. I was asking Susie. <laughs> <laughs> oh, me? Yeah. Yeah, I was asking Oh, me, you. especially if well, I was sitting on a vibrator me, while I'm in my pants. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, were, I thought you were asking John. Well, I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that's very, like, mild for him. I'm desensitized, unfortunately. So, <laughs> mm. Mm. or Mr. Gray, yeah. I should. Mr. Gray. I like Fifty Shades, Gray, even 50 though he spells it differently. Mr. Gray. Okay, but uh, I, I, has anyone like caught, gotten caught up of you as the fantasy of Christian Gray, or is no. it just me? No, oh. not at all. Well, I guess maybe and, and because you saw I the, the, saw, the movie was not. You said earlier before I came on the movie was not accurate. It is very not accurate. Correct. Not accurate. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I was disappointed. I actually saw it twice. The second time yeah. at home, or I would not have watched it. I walked out of the theater. Yeah, yeah. Well, I walked out of the book. I, <laughs> I read the book, and I'm a reader, you know, and a writer. And so, it's real. I mean, what I call it in my review is Fifty Shades of Holy Crap. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but I have to hand it to the writer. I mean, it's the most successful book. Book, not just sex book. But book. I didn't know that. Next to the Bible, the most successful book of all time. But that says something, doesn't it? Yes. That people it are says hungry. something we have to pay attention to, that people, women especially, mm -hmm. are hungry for fantasy, and the fantasy of Mr. Gray. You married your husband's watching. It's very powerful. <laughs> well, that's our bonobo side. You know? I think we're women we're are hungry for something your, else. Your better we're half monogamous. on. You know, because we're now. 
we need that, right? And we should have She'll the be lovely right lady us. who's won your heart, sure. your favorite playmate, mm -hmm. right? Yep. Your wife. No, not wife. Not wife. Not yet, anyway. Uh, girlfriend. Girlfriend. Significant other. Better half. That's the only reason Partner. I came. I came to see two Golden oh, did Globes. You, did she go to the bathroom again? Oh, she went to the bathroom. All right. <laughs> She's on her period. She went to... <laughs> nice. I, I came here to see Monica's Golden Red Globes. Red Wing fans, yeah. get excited. Yeah. Uh-huh. So... Okay, well, so she's uh, She'll be right getting back. herself ready. So She'll she, be right she, back. She's a model, yeah. and she's from Cleveland, Ohio. We actually step, met on Facebook. Step. Not at Playboy or anything Take of that nature. Really? So it was, a different, it was a different meeting. When did you meet? Um, not long ago, probably. Well, I made a pass at her like a year ago, hey, and she rebuffed it. Hey, Monica Monroe, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners. Whoa. This is the new Monroe. Okay. Can't improve. <laughs> Well, you know, it's hard to improve on certain aspects of Marilyn. She is my middle name. My middle name actually is Marilyn. I'm wearing a little Marilyn skirt in your honor. But hopefully, you know, you won't come to an early end. That's a way to improve. Yeah. No. Yeah, you will not. You're a, you're a survivor. You, are, you will be around. So, and you are certainly round in the right places. Just the right places, too. You're, you're, you're a perfect Barbie. Thank you, know, you. You are totally perfect. I mean, brothers and sisters, I, I, I think we need some more applause. I don't know. <laughs> and this is a blonde bombshell with brains somewhere Damn. in there. Yeah, somewhere. She actually <laughs> has a degree, a college degree in chemistry. Yeah, and a minor in biology. And I graduated wow. with honors. I know. So how did you know you had chemistry with John? I don't know. I mean, we had a connection. <laughs> it was yeah. a deep connection. Did you feel yes. the connection through Facebook? That sounds really awful. It sounds, it sounds, <laughs> it sounds, it does sound weird, but I mean, it, it happened and it worked. So yeah. people meet and like, I mean, they say the best love is insane. So, mm. <laughs> so you just met like a, a couple years ago? Well, I, I mean, there's more to the story than that. She actually worked in the Las Vegas Spearmint Rhino years ago. <laughs> So she knew who I was. Okay, okay. <laughs> you knew this was the Rhino King. <laughs> I did. <laughs> and you didn't know you would become the queen. Did you want to become the queen? I never thought of it at the time, but yeah. now, now yeah. you're the queen. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Wow. So, uh, I mean, what's your secret? How, I mean, obviously you're gorgeous, and, but, I mean, how did you seduce the king? I mean, you have to have brains what? with the beauty to seduce him. So <laughs> I think you have to have um, everything. <laughs> what got you started dancing? The sexuality and the money and both of those there combined. There you go. There you go. And I should say that you are a Playboy playmate. I am. And you're about to be on the cover of Playboy in Slovakia. Yes, it comes out July. And Slovakia is part of the country that Max's ancestors once ruled. Was. And was. They divided peacefully. I have a cookie. I'm going to <laughs> It's a great country. It's really yeah. fun. <laughs> the Lubkovitzes. Uh, the Lubkovitzes were Prince of Prague, Duke Prince of, of Melnik, and uh, mm -hmm. now they own beer factories. Beer factories. Yes, and, the uh, castles have been turned into the, beer factories. They're left with only a few castles. Yes. They're such academics, aren't they? 
<laughs> oh, sorry. Mm. So, Monica Monroe, uh, you are in. What was that? Did someone say take it off? No problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Am I allowed? Well, of course. This is, is, uh, we, you know, this is just uh, Bonoboville. This is Bonoboville. Yeah, so I I did want to ask you a question, though, before, (laughs) just because we're teasing. Wait a minute. I I want to get them. I want to get them. Susan. Because you brought up money and sex. And my cut. There is. There is a question. I'm helping you out here. Okay. Postponing, <laughs> postponing the excitement. What they're all here for. Uh, now, there's a question that you ask all of your dancers. Uh, what is more important to you? What would you rather have? Love or money? Love. Because you, you can't take money with you at the end. And yet, besides, you have his money. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? So what do you need? No, no, no. But you've got his love, too. Right? But you still would want love. I choose love over money yeah. any day. Mm-hmm. All right. Of course. That's the right answer. And what about you? What, what if you had to choose? What if you had to either lose all your money and have love, or <laughs> you could keep your money and, you know, have a lot of like. <laughs> okay, so you're setting me up here. I mean. <laughs> <laughs> you ask your girls this question. Love, of course. Oh. Of course, is the right answer. That's the right answer. <laughs> now, some of your girls say money. Uh, and and it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. And one thing they do also say is they love working there because you give them all kinds of amenities. So you get the best girls, which, you know, I guess they get their separate showers sometimes. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, it's, it's, uh, I mean we're very methodical about it. We realize their dancers are the number one asset. So... We build the club for them. And then we build the club to give the impression to authorities that nothing goes on in the back. And then we build it to intimidate the hell out of the club owner down the street. And the customer's number four in line. So the girls are number one. So, yeah, you've got to treat them right. Do you still dance there? No, I do not. You do not? No. You get to retire when you become the queen? No. Okay. There's a story. There's a story with her. Okay. You've got to know the story. You've got to know the story. So I'll do it as quick as I can. So I, I flirt with her on Facebook a year ago. I was breaking up with an existing girlfriend. She turns me down flat. Break up with the girlfriend. We get back together. Break up again with the girlfriend. Hit her back up. This time she's having problems. She was married in Cleveland. Never even been to Disneyland. Oh. So she's from Cleveland. Yeah. I think there's cows back you there. You didn't she know she was married? Cows. Well, she, no, not until the second time when we started okay. flirting over Facebook. And then, it, you know, the flirting got heavier and heavier. And she was, she was honest about being being uh, in a bad marriage and that type of thing. But what was interesting, here's what was interesting. She was such a good girl, degree, 11 years of classical piano, mm-hmm. parents educated, sisters educated, younger than her, everything going for her, et cetera. But there was a catch. The catch was that she was a dancer in Cleveland. Then she met a customer, started kind of flirting with him. He took her to Las Vegas. Mm-hmm. She started working in Las Vegas. She married the customer. And then she goes through the bad marriage. So I, I rephrased it. I think they call that synthesizing. I boiled it down to, let me get this straight. You were a dancer, dated your customer, married your customer. He brought you to Spearmint Rhino. Now you're dumping him and going out with the Spearmint Rhino owner. Smart girl. So you may want to re-ask that question, love or money. <laughs> right. Right. Okay. 
You know, though, Susan, Dr. Susie, that sounds like what happened to us. I came kind out of. of. Kind of. I came out of prison. Yeah, but I, I didn't married. know that. I got divorced. Yeah. You, you, of course, came to sell me an ad for your new radio show. Yes, yes. Definitely looking for money, not love. <laughs> looking for money. <laughs> got and the money. Yeah. And I, I turned uh, down the love old... Love I didn't bargain for. Yeah. And yeah. then, uh, and then the I got re- remarried, and then, and then, yeah, we got hooked up. Yeah, yeah right? Yeah, yeah. so romantic. Yeah. Spelled R-H, like rhino. Yeah. <laughs> when, when you uh, when you did your little stint for the U.S. government, yes. how, how long ago was that? Well, that was, uh, wow, my God, about 20-some-odd years ago, 25, yeah. 24, 25 years ago. They, yeah. put, they put me up for six months out in Boron, which was actually the, the probably the most relaxing time of my life. I mean, I got real good at spinning pottery and playing baseball. And yeah, I yeah. actually came out bent on taxpayer money being spent. And the guys that were in there with me, there were five levels in the federal system, were all guys that, you know, did wrong on the mortgage banking, et cetera. But it, it was too nice. It was ridiculous. Yeah. I, 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 got, I got put into the mafia the headquarters in Providence, Rhode Island, adult mm. co- correctional facility. And uh, I was very lucky. I ran, uh, you ran, I ran for attorney general. I ran for attorney general while I was in prison. You know, he had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun. He, <laughs> some, he got into painting. He did all these drawings. I, I, I redid the whole infirmary that was closed. And, uh, and uh, I was... All uh, the taxpayer's expense, All of the course. taxpayer's expense. Yeah. And, and yeah. I was in there with all my... Uh, the, when they busted me, they found my, my address book. And they found, of course, all the mafia guys. And they said, who are these guys? I said, I don't know. Uh, I don't even know how they got in there. I don't even know if that's my book, <laughs> you know. But I got put in there with them, and it was wonderful because they ran the prison. Yeah. Okay, mm. so they told the warden what to do, and if you didn't do that, okay, you got to understand this. We know where your sister lives. Sure. So life was good, and every night, food would come in from their restaurants. <laughs> So so I, that I was did, the old days. I did 18 months there. Yeah, 18 but, that, but that's long enough to get a taste. And uh, yeah, yeah. That know, was <laughs> so I now have to have Martha Stewart on the show. Okay? <laughs> I mean, you know, all the best uh, ex-cons come on the Dr. Susan Blanc show. Yeah, of course. You haven't done any time, right? No, I have not. Oh. <laughs> I'm actually a good girl. <laughs> well, <laughs> kind of. There are some, uh, you know, orange is the new black. I don't that's know. Right. I mean, there, there are good people that go behind bars sometimes in our vast prison industrial complex that needs more and more bodies to keep itself going. Felons are hot, though. Yeah, well, the bad guy thing. You know? Yeah, the good girls like the bad guy. Yeah. So, somewhat. Somewhat bad. Mm-hmm. Somewhat bad. Not too bad. You know, right. not break your jaw bad. But, well, not, not the know. girl, but if I said that, I'm going to fucking fuck break his leg. She says that's so hot. Right. Fuck with stupid government laws bad. Yeah, we like right. that. All right. So, now, the moment. Did you see all those? I know. <laughs> I have, I'm so I distracted. I'm not scared. I, 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 have, I have the, the mad X bike here. Oh, that's cool. That, you see, I mean, for you. It, it, was, yeah, just, no. it <laughs> was just masturbation month, and we rode it several times, the masturbation month bike. Uh, yes, I had penthouse yep, yep. pet of the month. I'm actually scared of that contraption. of the year 2015. I'm actually scared of that contraption. I'm a small girl. That's that's a big cock. Well, you don't have to you sit on the cock. Over matter. You don't. You know, oh. you know what? Yeah. I'm scared of it also. Okay? 
Oh, wow. <laughs> that speaks well of uh, the king there, yes. That's right. Yeah. Uh, so we also have a Sibian, which, um, you know, could have attachments or not. And, uh, and then you can see our bar there, which has Ron de Jeremy rum and dirty tequila and agua coca leaf liqueur and cold cock. And, of course, the bartender is the former president of the United States. Very nice. <laughs> so we're totally equipped, uh, you know, for whatever you might need. Very Except cool. yeah. we don't have a stripper pole here. We do in our we upstairs used to, You studio. used to have a stripper pole. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We yeah. Will, we'll get one again. We're we we have it actually in our radio studio. We're the only radio studio with a stripper pole. Upstairs. In the country. Yeah. <laughs> We think. It's necessary. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get the part? It was radio. But <laughs> right. you are no longer dancing, so you're just stripping. Stripping is beyond dancing, really. Do you do pole tricks? No. <laughs> Me She's even. glad we don't have a See, I never found that sexual or worth anything for myself. Really? You know? no, no. no, you don't no. like pole. No. What do you like the best about the art of the strip? Probably the girl's <laughs> facial expressions and her confidence. In other words, if a girl's down on the stage and, and comes to me on her hands and knees, it's like I won't look at her her, her vagina or her boobs. I'll, I'll have the eye contact, and if she's confident not to Ooh. look away, et cetera. Uh-huh. So a girl gets me with the conversation, with the look, with the confidence. Sure, and that's, I think, true of a, of a lot of guys, a lot of people. The dancing is all about the eye contact. I mean, the body doesn't hurt, but the eye contact is really what, draws you in. Well, this girl right here, she's getting me with something else. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new. But oh, yeah. she's Brand also new got the eye contact. I see I it. I see those eyes. And when's the last time you did a, a strip for him? Um, this morning, I think. Oh, no, not that's really. Well, that's sex. Strip. I'm talking about slow strip. You know? How Soon. about that? It's coming. Coming? Yes. I tell her I wanted her to dance. I've taken her to, I don't Take know, it off. four or five clubs. Yeah. I've wanted her to dance yeah. for me. Could you, so. could you dance for him here? I mean, strip right for him yeah, now? Yeah, dance some music. Right here? Yeah, we could really? Wait, hold on. use some music. Hold on. Yeah. <laughs> I have scar tape on my new boobs, so I might have to wait. <laughs> well, oh, it's okay. I, I've decided. You've decided? <laughs> okay, decision has been made. Yes. <laughs> Very decisive. All right, and we have some kind of music. I have howling going on. Let's find some music or something. Back there. Dance for her. Turn up the music. That's better. I'm better than what? Okay. Whoa. I'm not supposed to touch. Oh no, that's their rule. body rub or I was and now oh my my headset and I've got a magnificent ass ooh with 
very pretty panties. Mmm. Yes, those panties need to be shown. Oh, they're so pretty. Mmm. And the gorgeous butt of Monica. Wow. Mm. Just a little taste. That's a little <laughs> taste, all right. Thank you so much. Wow. Hot stuff. That's $20. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some cash. Don't sell myself short. I'm, that's 40 <laughs> Yeah. I need to stick Kidding. some energy string. I forgot to have that on hand. No, know. actually, that was the reason that we didn't get busted when... LAPD came swarming in was because nobody was putting that cash was in G-Strings. So. Mm. Uh, yeah, but wow. I'll do a VIP later. I would like to put <laughs> my credit card in your G-String. Something, <laughs> anything. Yeah, you're just amazing. You are. So amazing. You, you've gotten boob enlargement? Yes, bigger. Even bigger. Yes, wow. 1,400 cc's, proud owner. And <laughs> whoa, what is the size in terms of bra? Uh, I don't know yet, but too big, very big. No, not too big. It's perfect size. I mean, can you wear a bra? You're not. No, I right can. Now. I can. It just has to be adjusted, but. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, what's the around? Is 36. 36. Well, well technically I'm a 32, but the cup size to fit would of have course, to be a 36. Of course. That expands it. Yeah. Okay. Well, it's uh, it's a uh, magnificent. All right. We have a <laughs> caller who's been constantly giving me notes uh panty boy <laughs> he wants your bra except you're not, not wearing, wearing a bra no so you can have my know. underwear <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> too bad oh here we go oh very nice <laughs> here <laughs> like the mm. old days <laughs> oh yes this is a bonoboville dollar five dollars mm. actually very valuable <laughs> yeah very much so Ooh, looks sexy like that. Yeah. Mm. So, you just did a Playboy shoot. I did. And is there a theme? Um, just sexy. <laughs> I don't know. Um, the theme was. Sexy, like yeah, sexy. just sexy. She's actually going on three covers. So Blocky was the first one. So S- she's shot three covers now. So mm. she's South Africa and Czech Republic also. Oh, the Czech wow. Republic. Yes, right. that's what we oh. were saying. Mm-hmm. My, my cousin was defense minister there you go. for many years, uh, Michael Lupkowitz. We had a, a club over there. It was interesting. Oh, yeah? Yeah, in Prague. You, you had? had one. Wait, we sold. We had one in Prague and one in Russia and Vienna. Uh-huh. And the language was so difficult for us to maneuver in terms of legality or the organized crime was very heavy. Oh, yeah, there. right, right. And it was funny because working with an interpreter, you couldn't do the closeness that I'm sure you're familiar with. So, right. you know, you have a charisma. You get to know the guys, whether they're, they're government or whether they're private. And uh, that bar of the language, and I mean no language, prohibited us from really getting close. Yeah, it just made it very difficult. Yeah. So mm. we wound up selling those three. And, and, and pretty how much many clubs do you have around the world? There's 74. And not all of them are Spearmint Rhino, though. There's a lot of different names where I've bought competitor clubs next to us. And so what are the different names? Uh, there's Rouge Gentlemen's Club, Dames uh, and Games, yeah, yeah, yeah. Blue Zebra, mm. La Perla, California Girls Down in Anaheim. And here oh, in the Los Angeles area? Yeah, there's, there's a it's lot of them. It's been nice. 
is it pearl? La, La, La Perla? La Perla's in Van Nuys. Right. There's a Spearmint Rhino in Van Nuys. There's and a Spearmint downtown Rhino downtown. LA. LA, Spearmint Rhino. And I Rialto worked at California Girls, and I didn't know it was the same thing. Well, it's not. I mean, it's just, well, it's we bought those. Yeah, yeah. So, mm. Did I make money from you there, too? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't. I only worked two shifts there, and I gave up. Yeah. No, so what is the business fun. plan? I mean, do you... You don't own all the spearmint rhinos in no. the world, or do you, is it like a franchise? No, no, no franchise. I own them all. Oh. When I was a kid and started out, I would take on partners. We would take over a broken club, and if you wanted a million bucks for it, we wouldn't pay them that. We would negotiate. Well, gee, why don't you keep thirty percent of what's going to be a spearmint rhino? And then we got wise enough to put in a buyout provision and take them out later on, legitimately under the agreement. But but now there's very few guys that are still left that were original partners. Mm -hmm. And uh, the real game is, is not to exit, not to take it public. It's largely been a real estate deal. So we own a lot of shopping centers and a lot of properties. Oh, and most cool. of the clubs. Yeah, yeah. There you have it. Your blueprint. Well, that's a little bit like McDonald's because yeah. they're worth a lot of money. No, but I a lot of it is real estate. Well, yeah, no, I read, I read it when I was incarcerated. I read Ray Cox's <laughs> autobiography a lot of time on my hands. And it was interesting that they said, we're not a hamburger company. We're a real property company. Uh, right, exactly. And a lot of people don't know they were the largest real property owner in the United States. So let me ask you this, because McDonald's has, has a sort of, it's a, it's a business thing that the seventh day, it's almost religious, that's your profit. Mm. The other six days is your expenses. Yep. Does that make... In my business, yeah. you mean? No, no. Throw everything out. I mean, really? a lot of these so-called juice bars that we have in California, uh -huh. um, which is the only state that we have that liquor anomaly in. Uh -huh. I mean, we're at 50% net with throwing in all the expenses you can, wow. just crazy money. But 50% wow. of that gross comes from the money the dancers contribute to the club. Cool. Which is a cost-free thing. But our labor, I mean, business school will teach you labor is supposed to be like 20%. It's like 4%. So wow. it's, it's completely different. Different cool. model. Mm. Right. So, your relationship, let's get to the romance, R-H-O. Uh, I'm whacked. You, you have, <laughs> you, you're, you're monogamous, you're, you're just exclusive sex-wise, or as far as you know? or I like watching. You like watching her. Well, he's like I'm, me. I'm, giving, I'm giving her something, okay? She wants oh, the juicy okay. stuff. Okay, yeah. Right. So, Go I, I got into watching when I was a kid. I was 18 years yeah. old, and I don't know why in the fuck... I felt that way, but I wanted to see my woman with another guy. And are you guys, were you guys around long enough? You remember there was an old swing party house in Los Angeles. Rick and Jolly had it called the A-Frame. A-Frame. The A-Frame, sure. That's yeah. where, that's where it happened. Yeah. And yeah. I kept saying, you know, 20 years ago. Well, it was 40 years ago, literally. <laughs> Fucking time flies. <laughs> so um, I took my 18-year-old girlfriend up there and sure enough watched her with another guy. And I've tried to... to understand it in my own psyche yeah. and the best that i can figure out is is in my industry and in the business i am i am desensitized when sometimes i get a dance when i'm single with a girl if she does the reach around and i don't have a heart on they think what's wrong well that doesn't necessarily do it for me i've mm. seen it so much done it so much but what what i found intriguing about watching was is it was a rush it was an adrenaline yeah. pump and what was, what was also interesting, it happened very late, only recently, about a year and a half, two years ago, I broke up with a longtime girlfriend, mm -hmm. and I tried it for the first time with a girl that was new. 
And she was more than willing and very aggressive and very theatrical, et cetera. And, and sure enough, exciting. we did it. It didn't work. And I didn't right. foresee it has that. It to be someone you care about. That's right. I didn't foresee that happening. Yeah. So it wasn't watching live sex, which, of course, I've seen having swing parties, right, and et cetera. Right. Yeah. So it, it was the rush of the girl, girl that wasn't supposed to. your girl. That's it's right. the sharing thing, like the Eskimos. You're sharing your girl. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I always refer to the sperm wars phenomenon. You know what sperm wars are about? No. Well, Sounds they, gay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm homophobic. Well, honestly, it, it is an ex- it's a biological explanation. You're going to like this. Because it means technically you're not gay if you define gay as wanting to have sex with the same sex with men in your case. I mean, if you define gay as happy and just, you know, open sexually, which I do sometimes, then okay. But uh, in the sense of bonobos. But yeah, I mean, sperm wars goes like this. They used to think that all sperm was the same, like marathon runners all running to the egg, like that Woody Allen movie. And then they since looked at sperm under big microscopes and saw that they're really different. Some are runners, but some are other types of sperm, more like a football team than a bunch of marathon runners, or an army, where some play offense and some play defense. And, uh, you know, they create the full team of sperm. And when a man uh, feels that his woman, the woman that he connects with, is possibly with another man, uh, or if he sees her with another man, his brain sends a message to his testicles that says, we have... Uh, we have rivals on the field because, of course, these offense and defense, they're not supposed to be playing just with the one man's sperm. They're playing with another man's sperm. And if he doesn't feel that his wife or girlfriend will ever be with anyone else, if he feels she's absolutely monogamous and will never cheat on him or share another man, then, well, he might feel totally in love with her. He might feel she's the most beautiful woman in the world, but his brain sends a message to his testicles that says, make less sperm. You don't need to send in the, uh, the offense and the defense because we have no rivals. The, the field is open. So, you know, that's one reason, one biological reason, that many, many men are turned on by looking at porn, which usually involves looking at a man having sex with a woman you identify with as yours. Uh, or why a lot of men like swinging and even cuckolding and, uh, and you know, this kind of voyeurism. So, so there you so, have it. So two things occur to me. One is, do I have to get a sperm count? And two is, <laughs> is when I said I like to watch, there's a bunch of guys in the audience. I wonder if they, they perked up, I think. Yeah. <laughs> like raising well, their hand. Well, you know, most guys <laughs> like to watch. I mean, I always start my show, Exhibitionist and Voyeur. Most ladies like to get a lot of eyes. I mean, we're like the peacock, except uh, the other gender. And, uh, and a lot of guys do like to watch. And speaking of watching, you're going to have to hang on to your seats, you voyeurs out there because we have to change the tape we are going to be right back so don't come yet and don't go away hi Hi, i'm dr susan block and i've just written a new book called the bonobo way inspired by my love for the make love not war great apes You know, the ones who have a lot of sex in a bonobo sutra of positions, including face-to-face. 
But it's not just how bonobos have sex. It's how they use sex to prevent murder and war. Really. They're the only great apes that have never been seen killing each other. They practice what I call peace through pleasure. With the females gently dominating the very happy, very sexually satisfied males. Bonobos are special. Partly because they just are. And partly because they're very, very close to us. Almost 99% genetically similar to us. When it comes to being human, even being humane, bonobos can teach us so much. Which brings me to us, and more specifically to you. Is your inner bonobo longing to swing free? Would you like to tap into the hot, natural sex energy within you? Bet you would. So you can better enjoy the pleasures in life and cope with the pain. You know, the pain. And have more orgasmic, organic, sustainable sex. Who doesn't want that? Greater lust, greater trust, and better anger management. And who couldn't use a little bit of that these days? So get the book, Learn the Bonobo Way. You'll be glad you did. Then you'll want to join Bonoboville, a new global village for bonobo lovers and friends. And one last thing. The real bonobos are highly endangered, so a portion of all book sales go to bonobo conservation groups working to save the wild bonobos from extinction. Read The Bonobo Way and learn why this could be the most important eco-sexual movement of our times. And improve your love life. delicious tequila drink ever because deep down a little dirty you're listening to radio city one on the world wide web oh i don't have okay oh and i i'm back i didn't realize oh i'm it's surprise sex surprise broadcast right here oh yes and i'm in bed with the rhino king and queen the real Mr. Gray. None of this fantasy stuff. John Gray, CEO and founder of Spearmint Rhino Clubs. And the beautiful, buxom, hardly says it, uh, Monica Monroe, soon to be on the cover of Playboy in Slovakia. And now we've been joined by... Uh, Cindy. Cindy, who we remember, <laughs> those of you who are very careful watchers of DrSusanBlock.tv can go through the archives and find her as someone else. 
I'll be mysterious. I won't say what name I used to go by. Okay, we'll let you be mysterious because you are definitely blonder and more buxom. I did have a few alterations. <laughs> you look good, girl. You do. And uh, earlier, you had a little human furniture here. Did he have to go potty or something? I, I let my slave go and drink and socialize. Oh, okay. But you go potty in him, right? <laughs> in his mouth. Okay. Well, anyway. Uh, That's hot. We're into our, <laughs> our kinky side of the show. Now, that's hot. She says that's hot. Now, you don't want to do that, which I understand. Well, I do that. <laughs> what, you want to have her do a golden shower? We see you. Yeah. Really? <laughs> okay. I'll do both ends. <laughs> Shit, I would take one Where's from the hot lady. <laughs> wow. All right. We're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. We, we may keep be it PG, on. guys. Keep no, it PG. No, 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 no. Don't keep it PG. But, you know, we kind of go in a certain order here. Sometimes. I mean... If we had the tarp, I'd say go for the golden shower right now. Just pull up that skirt and let it rip. <laughs> Do you squirt? I don't. Okay. I don't think your mic my microphone doesn't work. Oh, mine works. Wait. Turn on. Mm. We need microphone assistance. Microphones, please. Yeah. please. Uh, now mine works. Now we're too loud, way too loud to slow down. Mm. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. There we go. We have a certain ritual that we do here in Bonoboville. Do you know about Bonobos? You know, I only know what I read today okay. about you. <laughs> and I, you am a, I am a Bonobo. Uh, a human Bonobo. Do I need it? Not so hairy. Uh, but uh, they are the make love, not war chimpanzees. They have a lot of sex. They uh, empower the females. The females yeah. are very sexual. And, uh, and they have never been seen killing each other in the wild or captivity. And they are equally close to us as common chimps. So we kind of have the bonobos as our mascot. In fact, we're going to rename Bonoboville Spearmint Bonobo. Is that okay? That's okay. okay. <laughs> I like that name. <laughs> uh, okay. I was just kidding, but now, you know. Uh, anyway, uh, we she have... worked a with a lot of dancers. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> we have a ritual here because so many of us are brought up in the Catholic persuasion. Uh, we call Bonoboville Communion. Mm. Uh oh. Yes. Max was not an altar boy, but he was educated by nuns. N yes. Yes. And, he did and, some I was, I, and I was educated by nuns, and I worked in vaudeville and burlesque, and I, had, I was 16 years old in Italy. Mm. Right after the war, Italy was very poor, but they had all these beautiful women that I was amongst. So I was never molested by the priest. I was molested by these beautiful women. <laughs> Yay! Yes! <laughs> and it was wonderful. He enjoyed it. Changed my life. <laughs> dancing girls. Dancing girls. Beautiful dancing girls. Beautiful. Yeah. From all over the Europe. All right. Well... Slovakia cover girl is here now. And, Beautiful. Uh, and we're very excited. We're going to have Bonoboville Communion. And uh, so, yes, instead of the wafer, we have the salt. <laughs> and instead of the wine, we have the agua coco leaf liqueur. Excellent. <laughs> okay. 
So, uh, or, you know, whatever libation you care to have. You could even do Red Bull with your Bonobo Communion, but it tends to use alcoholic beverages. Okay. So, now, the question is body parts that you might like to expose to someone. Uh, <coughs> you like to watch, so we'll let you watch the first. All right, so it seems like you're ready to do yours right away. Okay. I don't know. <laughs> or, or, yeah? Oh, she's Whoa. ready. And here come the boobs. Very sexy. Wow. Brothers and sisters, these are beautiful boobs. And I do recognize them. The nipples, anyway. <laughs> uh, nice job. Nice, nice job. Do you want to shout out your plastic surgeon? or? No? <laughs> okay, well, whatever. It, it looks great. looks great. Okay, so, uh, so these, this is like the altar. Okay, for I, I forget how we do this again. Can you remind me? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm sure, going to. Okay. Help, help so, with the church thing. Yeah, no, I, I am the reverend or the Bad priest. Bad in taxes. Uh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> this, of this course. big speech about taxes once and had a sea of women out there okay, telling so them you don't do this, you don't do that. You me. mentioned taxes and you well, see like puppy dogs. Our lovely guest, uh, Playboy Playmate Monica oh. Monroe. Uh, we'll do the first communion. Okay. And so first you uh, lick a nipple, an, a nipple okay. or two, you know. <laughs> Prepare the altar for the body of the salt. Okay, she marked me. She did. She did. Mm -mm. Sorry, red lips and all. Nice. Oh, look at that. Nice. We like those lipstick marks. And there's the salt. You're into the salt, huh? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, Whoa. yeah. Throw that salt on. <laughs> you know, by the way, the LAPD uh, almost thought that this was uh, cocaine. Uh, actually, someone reported they used to uh, give us vials of salt uh, from the company that makes agua coca leaf liqueur. So, you know, they thought it was cocaine, but then, no. It's just salt. Okay, lick Sorry. away. Mm-mm. Oh, yeah. I like to watch also. And <laughs> there you go. Mm. I don't know if you got a good view there. I got it. You, you, you <laughs> oh, you're watching on the monitor. Just as good. Okay, here we go. Now okay, we and now slow it down a little just so that we can all get a good view. And let's pull out just a bit here. Yeah, yeah. Here we go. And mm, beautiful. Oh. Very salty. Okay. Yeah. No, I think she needs a drink. Now she needs another drink. Yeah, another drink. Okay. Is she going to take yeah. yours? I need okay. another shot to follow okay. that shot. Yeah, right, yeah, right. Give her another shot. <laughs> Very good. And, and what do you think of our agua coca leaf liqueur? It's real, really good. Should drink it out of the bottle? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's good enough. Strong. It's good enough to to drink it, you it know, out of the really bottle. Good. It is really tasty. Very yeah. herbal. Very. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. That herbal taste mm -hmm. is yummy. Okay. Well, uh, that was that was great. Was All good. right. So, are you ready to return the favor, oh, yes. or perhaps for the king? I'm I, ready. I don't, oh. Who wants a, who want, who wants a boob? Yeah. We oh, all do. Yeah. Okay. I'll let I'll my do guess. Oh, oh yeah. Here we go. I'm going to do mine without salsa. Hallelujah. Okay. Oh, she's, she's, <laughs> she's, she's rubbing her the salt. salt. Okay, I see. That is an interesting way to do it. You know, as long as you get the salt on the altar, it works. I, yeah. 
I just want to like die in the middle Sorry, of the Sorry, I have a little bit of spray tan issues going on, but it's okay. Wow, beautiful. Mm, yes. Mm. Okay, uh, shot. Double shot. Double shot. And there she goes, Cindy, Spearmint Rhino Dancing Girl, down the hatch. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, show that butt. Ow! <laughs> Woo! You go, girl. Yeah. yeah. One more time. <laughs> One more time? <laughs> yeah. She's got Ooh. a bit of a dominatrix oh, in her, yeah. doesn't Look she? Look at that. You like uh, domination a little bit. Do I? I don't, I don't know. know. I'm more of a... I don't know. Submissive, submissive girl? <laughs> well, you just like to play. I do. You're a bonobo girl. Yes. Yes. I like everything. All right. So now... Wow. <clears throat> it's the king's turn. The king. What, what do I do? Well, my hair. <laughs> I have lips on my nipples. Okay. I'm, uh, first, you, uh, I, I think it would be appropriate for you to kiss the lipstick oh, okay. off of your ladies. Oh, the ladies? Okay. I'm going to do, do two, so I'm going to do this one and that one. Okay. Right, so She's ready. I'm going with the one familiar first. <laughs> the familiar one. Uh, wait, you didn't get salt. Oh, no, no. I actually, no, you have, now, you right. now I put the salt on. You're right. Here we go. Okay. So then I'm going to go on both three times. Mm, nicely done. This is a professional, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> Very, you can professional. Tell. Very, Very professionally done. Very professionally done. <laughs> Down the hatch. Okay. Whoa. Hmm. Nicely done. Oh. All right. So my right. guests are now it's my turn. in good shape. <laughs> Get over here. Well, Max. No, I'm you, too shy. You, you, you could, you know, host rights. I like to watch. <laughs> right. And you have not yet watched your mistress of the airwaves indulge in Bonoboville communion no, this evening. I not. No, I have not. Yes, but I'm ready. And uh, ready, I darling. am quite ready to <laughs> indulge in all this lipstick. Absolutely. Mm. It pays to be bisexual. <laughs> for women. Yes. No, I no, for men too, right? <laughs> We're actually wearing the same, wearing the same lipstick. lipstick. We're wearing Russian red. No, 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 it matches. <laughs> you, do, you totally match. Yeah, you You're like the bigger yeah. sister here. Yeah. No, but we're actually wearing like the same exact lipstick. Except she, yeah. she drank mine too. I don't mind drinking her. Bottles on the bed. Ooh, no one wonder. more time. One more kiss. One more kiss. One more kiss. Yeah, that's it. One more kiss. Another one, another one. Yeah, hey, keep keep kissing. (laughs) Aw, look at the blondes. I love blondes. I love blondes with big boobs. Yeah, we got that here. (laughs) All right. So, brothers and sisters, lovers and sinners, we are gathered together here in Bonoboville for another round of communion with my fabulous guests, the Rhino King and Queen and Princess here. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, I didn't even know that you were a Rhino, Spearmint Rhino dancer when yeah, I invited I've been, I've you been here. Yeah, I've been dancing for almost two years now. For a while. All right. Wow. So. And where do you dance? Which club? I dance at Spearmint Rhino in Las Vegas. Oh, you never dance down here? Um, on occasion. Yeah, let me know when. <laughs> yeah. Let me know too. <laughs> so I, I was looking for the salt. I've got the salt. You are holding it so nicely. Thank you so much. All right, my lady. Lean back. Yes. Mm. And 
Mm, already salty, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, it's a very communal activity. Mmm, delicious. Mmm, that um, spray tan really tastes good with the <laughs> salt. It really does. Mm. Mm. <laughs> Agua. <coughs> okay. Talk amongst yourselves. Yes. <laughs> I mean, you know, guys, you're always talking over me. Now talk while I can't talk. Yeah, there you go. You only like to interrupt. Beautiful. Dabba dabba do. Look at this. Well. Three beautiful women. We have women. three beautiful women. And one uh, guy. And I mean, what? <laughs> you know, Mr. Gray. Yeah. Beautiful man. Uh, That's right. <laughs> yeah. Mr. Gray, let's talk about something sexy. Uh, now, let me tell you. I went to... How many I, cars do you have? <laughs> a lot. <laughs> Planes? One. One. One, one plane. One okay. jet. One plane. Lamborghini, Bentley, mm. Rolls Royce. All toys. Wow. Boats? Sold it. Hole okay. in the water. You got to get one of those into. again. Hole in the water. Okay. Yeah, that's a hole in the. Uh, <laughs> yeah, happiest day. You know, yeah. <laughs> mm. Well, I don't everything know. Everything you, you get an age and a success, everything you own is a pain in the ass. So simple's better sometimes. Yes. Yeah. You know that's that's kind of the human condition. Yeah, we only we only have a drone. We own a drone. <laughs> A spy plane. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, and you own. You're losing it on one shot? I, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that, that's right, that's right. Wow, it's, it's the boobs, the salt, the agua, coca leaf liqueur. And I just uh, don't know what I want you to do first. I mean, what would you like to do? Would you like to ride the mad x bike actually i've been i've been eyeing that you've been eyeing it, yeah. uh, uh, i'm really distracted with it yeah yeah it's great i, I think um we That's need to move great. that into the middle of, of the you know that situation. pink thing's a little small it's, it's a little sit small on that white thing or well you rub? know you can ride it in a number of oh. ways it's it's a subjective it goes up and down like the chair that okay, i had and I another one about. goes up the butt is it is it plugged in interesting the question interesting is, contraption yes okay you use the vibrator oh. and the dildo at the yeah same but uh, time. you can use not use the dildo and just use the vibrator oh. yeah you know you, you that could. would be no fun for her right <laughs> we uh, are going to plug in here and uh, as we're plugging in we are also going to be getting way. some condoms a couple condoms yeah, we need condoms I have my lovely assistants here Elizabeth Aston and Chelsea Demoiselle can we have a hand oh Max, do you ride this thing? Uh, <laughs> no. Actually, when I come down here, I wear a butt plug. <laughs> so no one butt will plugs enter. are fun. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it, says, it says on my, on it, it says exit only. Mm. Okay. <laughs> okay, uh. so we have our Hitachi Magic Wand mm. covered with a Condomania condom. And now the <laughs> dildo will also yeah, be covered with a condomania condom. And the, the table is a little bit... Dry. It's shaky. It's nervous. The table had one of those agua coca leaf liqueurs That's right there. The table is. Yeah. 
Yeah, am I really going to write it? And, uh, and it looks like the bike Don't had some agua as well. I didn't explain the fine print. So am I really writing this? Um, well, you know, yeah. okay. you can ride it. Yeah. I'll write it. Yeah, yeah you should ride yeah, it. Do I have the okay? You should take the oh, yeah. skirt off. Oh, yeah. oh, wait. No, wait. No. Oh, wait, hold on. I have it. No, she can't do that. No, but you could ride without uh, riding the dildo. You can yeah, always yeah, put it no, in your butt. Yeah, don't. No. Uh, oh, there no, you go. No. She has good ideas. Always put. Just, but can you take the pants? Just put it up your ass you if you got the, the, uh, the skirt <laughs> off. Got the, uh, but, but then we can't see this beautiful. Can I? May I? May I? Oh, just take your dress off. <laughs> How do I get it off? Up, up. It doesn't go up that far. What, what are you guys? I'm trying what, to get what? the skirt. Uh, Monica, she wants the dress off. Do you, do you, hold do you hold it step it. out of it? Do you step out of the dress? She How wants do you the get dress the dress off? off. The, no, dr- the dress can't go up over those enormous boobs. Uh oh. You want it off? Yeah, that's what that's what she's trying to say. Yeah. <laughs> dress off. Dress off. Thank you for translating. Whoa! whoa, whoa. <laughs> Careful. <laughs> Two shots. <laughs> Two shots. Okay. All right. Somebody hold this. This. <laughs> We're having accidents, but <laughs> no one has been heels. wounded. Be careful. Mm. Okay. Whoa. You can't ride a bicycle in heels. Okay, yeah. here, lean on me. Yeah, there make you go. <laughs> that beautiful. Make sure that, huh? Yes. Yeah, Elizabeth, make sure you hold the bike. Mm. Elizabeth, yeah. Oh. Elizabeth, and make sure you hold whack. the bike. By the way, these whackers sure are the made by Jux Leather. Yeah, hold the bike. Hold the bike. Because the bike could tip over. I'm going to hold the bike. Yeah, hold the bike for okay. her. Yeah, yeah hold, hold, hold the bike. Here she Whoa. goes, brothers and Whoa. sisters. This is Monica Monroe Beautiful. riding the Mad X bike. Whoa. And it's not even masturbation month. I thought we were done with that, but no. Masturbation is something we do all times of day, month, year. Whoa. Anytime. Mm-hmm. We've lost Monica, you guys and realize that. Okay, <laughs> she's, she's now totally... That's hot. Making love to this bicycle, and the Hitachi is getting a workout here. <laughs> Whoa, you, you're actually she's very look, talented. Yeah, look at that. Look at that. Just riding wow, that Hitachi. Woo! Yeah, little bit of a whack. You gotta whack. get the, the girl on the floor is doing mm. some nice archwork. Oh, yeah, <laughs> very nice archwork. Mm-hmm. Whoa, oh, yeah. How's it riding? Where's the microphone? How's the ride? Here. It feels really good, actually. <laughs> a lot more pre- pleasurable than it looks. Yeah, yeah. It feels yeah. really oh, good. That's beautiful. Actually. Wow. It does. A lot more pleasurable than most bike rides. Yeah. All righty yeah. then. I think I should <laughs> share Much this. Much more fun workout. Mm-mm. Get on it. No? Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. You want uh, whoa, whoa. Okay. party of one? <laughs> I don't know. We've never had two girls on the Mad X yeah, bike, get on but you know what? I no. could, I, no? I think I could do have two girls on the Sibian. F- okay, can we have the Sibian brought forward? Yes, we right. haven't had the Sibian ride, and that is really a good ride at certain times a month. Yeah. Okay, very good. Let's hear it for Monica on the Mad X bike. And, of course, the wire is dragging behind very gracefully. What's that? I don't know what that is. Uh, That's a masturbation machine. Oh, my God. Here we go. And while we're moving around, I just want to give a shout-out 
to our man Nori Carter, whose birthday we're celebrating tonight. Woohoo! Yes. And his lovely lady Helen sitting there. And I'm going to give a shout out to Loser Twersky, also in our audience. Loser Twersky. Now we can say he's in the show Transparent. Okay. That's impressive, right? Hey, speaking of which, do you have, like, put transsexual it, uh, yeah, uh, dancers? Yeah. Not that you know it. <laughs> so, uh, if they're good, Caitlyn you don't know. Jenner couldn't get a job with you. I don't know. It is, oh. but I'm okay. down no, for whatever. No I don't know. I mean, if we knew, probably not. <laughs> oh. That's the kind of Here, feedback I like. Control. So, we're, we're, we are reapplying. This is a Sibian. Have you ever ridden a Sibian? Sure. All right. When does the last time you rode a Sibian? Never. Oh, I you don't never know what have. This is. Oh, okay. <laughs> mm. And so, where, what do you, ladies? <laughs> what is this? Okay, and. Uh, So we have to get something to put over this, right? She's getting the wrap. New wrap. I thought it was new wrap. It's fucking great. I know, right? Yeah, okay, now you, I don't think you're a controlling person, but I, I still want to give you the controls. Mr. Gray. Here we go. We've got Saran. Fresh Saran. That's right. We are Measure B compliant, you guys. Get used to it. Safety first. And uh, the the cellophane is courtesy of uh, First Street, Smart and Final. Yeah. (laughs) That's right. Smart and Final, one of our main sponsors. Okay, <laughs> this is wh- how we do it. We wrap it up. And it does come with attachments, uh, but, and I know you'd like one normally, but it's not the right time. <laughs> okay, here we go. All right. How, how does this work? How well, do I sit on this? You, s- you straddle it like a horse. <laughs> okay. You just, I'm going to be getting on a horse, I think, in a couple days. Okay, who's going to control it? Is jo- John, are you going to control it? Yes, John's going to control. He's got Where the control. Where do controls. I sit? So I sit right here? You sit right there. Okay. You That's have to right. show John how to use that. I'm going to. Don't okay. you worry. I, I'm going to get her situated. She still has my money in her G-string here. Mm-hmm. Here she goes. The new Monroe. Monica. Yeah, yeah. Careful, careful. Get that mic out from... Yeah, we don't want to ride the microphone. Okay, and whoa. Yeah. Okay, and here she goes. Now, you got this on and that. The rotation doesn't do much, but this is the vibration here. (laughs) The vibration. Do a little bit of rotation. That's more for when she has a dildo. Yeah, here we go. Okay. And... This thing is like vicious. <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my 
God. You feel that buzz? I do. It feels good. You might have to get this one to go with your Maserati. <laughs> Ready for more juice, baby? Yes. Don't run wow. this Go off the out. road. Whoa. Don't back. Teasing a little here. Turning it down. That, that thing sounds literally like a helicopter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Oh, my I God. I feel like, like in my heart. asshole. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I do. Okay, don't have another accident, oh. please. Uh. Oh, my God. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> my hands are like going like <laughs> Okay, wow, relax. Beautiful. Do you have your balance? Yeah, I have it. Can you take any more? I can. Okay. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Monica taking off. Careful, you gotta fall off the thing on the left. I can't even hold it. Holy shit. <laughs> Beautiful. Oh, you oh look hot, God, baby. Feels really good, though. You look great. Oh. <laughs> this is quite a ride. You might have to get three of these for different rooms oh in the God, house. It feels so weird in my butt. <laughs> I'm not sure if weird okay, is good, but experience this with me. Mm. <laughs> it feels good. Mm. <laughs> yes! Get out of here! Whoa! Whoa! <laughs> Do you feel this? Whoa! Oh! It's hot. <laughs> Hello, I don't want you guys to fall backwards. What's your name? That's my excuse. Oh, holy shit. Whoa. All right, we are going on the wild, wild Sibian ride here in Bonoboville with Monica Monroe, queen of the Spearmint Rhino, with her Rhino King. Voyeuristically yeah, beautiful. observing. <laughs> wow. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, you can turn it down now. <laughs> beautiful. Whoa. Monica. Beautiful. You are such a bonobo girl. Yeah. You are really uh, adventurous. Like, so that was your first Sibian ride, huh? That was. We're gonna wow. we're gonna induct it. you guys into Bonoboville. <laughs> now, would would you be able to have a Sibian at a at a Spearmint Rhino, or would that be illegal somehow? Illegal. Why? Well, I mean, there's no penetration. You're just sort of sitting on a big. It's simulated machine. sex. They would yeah, it's real. It's simulated, simulated sex. Sex. What is dancing? I mean, George Bernard Shaw said most accurately, it is a vertical expression of a horizontal position. <laughs> position. I like that. Yeah. So, I don't know. I mean, what they decide is simulated sex and what is not is a little hazy. I mean, even, I know what you're saying. It, it doesn't it's even come in the area. I mean, you can't yeah. even say sex. Really? Say wow. Sex. Theatrical entertainment. Wow. Whoa. 
Yeah, theatrical, theatrical, not even erotic entertainment. Not even erotic. Not even erotic entertainment. It's so funny <laughs> what we have to do with language. I know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> In Los Angeles, here's some language for you. Rule yeah. 143.3 says, <laughs> any part of the breast below the top of the areola, pubic region, buttocks, or anus, the girl must be six feet away from the nearest customer on a raised platform 18 inches or higher. See, this wow. shit gets ingrained you know that by in your heart. brain. Yeah. Wow. <coughs> Does he recite this to you when you have sex? Um, no. <laughs> <laughs> that would be awesome. Good. <laughs> That's amazing. Could, could you just say that again? I like that. No, no. He say wants one me more to time. recite that when no, no. we have That's sex great. now. That's great. That's amazing. It's amazing. We're just like back in the Stone Age somewhere. No, in the Stone Age, you could do that. No, I, I mean, you know, and it was really interesting. Opening it over in England... It, it was just bizarre. I mean, their logic for not having a girl dance nude, bottomless, on a pole, or or the guy's dry cleaning fluid in his pants would cause a vaginal infection. That was literally the public articulated dry logic. Really? So, I mean, you have to deal with this in different countries. Sure, sure. But remember, we have it, it was really unusual because it's ingrained in our minds with what you've been through, mm. the First Amendment. Right. You right. go over to England, there is no constitution. Right. Whoa. So you're in the wild, wild west. And right. it's interesting because ostensibly they could say no adult and they choose not to. Mm. Yeah. Because it's an interesting thing. I, I've been to the to the you know, Middle East countries and I wouldn't want no liquor, no magazine on a shelf, etc. I have I have two young daughters. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean I want it in their face, but I don't like government making my choice for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it, it really feels different to have so many things censored, and you really don't realize it until you're there. Even if you don't partake in magazines and adult bookstores, et cetera, it's right. kind of an oddity not to have them at all. Well, there's all types of approaches to the public display of sex all over the world. I mean, you take a place like Bangkok, and yeah, it is like it sounds. I mean, there's all <laughs> these women that are like, you know, Bangkok. picking up their tips with their pussies on the bar. Yeah. You know, what, what, what's interesting is when I went to Australia, there was a Russian-owned brothel immediately next to us that put unreal money into it. It was like mm. the nicest. It was like a sports club L.A. It was beautiful. And it was interesting because they didn't make near the money that we did. And if you look at dancing, and, and like your friend that works in Vegas, I mean, these girls are taking home multiples. I mean, the $1,000 a night call girls out the window. These girls are taking four, five, six thousand dollars 6000 more than that home in wow. a night and wow. that's for titillation and dancing if it was for straight sex they don't make that much mm. but max if you and i went out i mean maybe we want to go to a bar where the girl comes up talks to us etc but we don't necessarily want to go to a brothel go down two different aisleways come back out 30 minutes later zip up our pants and leave so it's a, it's a completely separate business so yeah. a lot of people don't get that they think what i do is is a sexual business like a brothel and it's really not Right, it's the tease. You know, but, but the tease, the tease people also don't get. You know what it is? Is I don't believe there's a biological, not to get off on a rant, no. there's not no. a biological difference. But while you're getting think. off on a rant, could somebody move the Sibian, yeah. uh, please? <laughs> One of my fabulous assistants. production assistants. Just, and the, the bottom thing. Thank no, you. I, I, Go I, on. No, so. what I was saying, I don't think there's a biological difference between men and women. It's societal. Mm. Example, Brad Pitt probably has so much attention that he's yeah. desensitized towards it. If I walked down the street and the girls went, yoo-hoo and oh baby, etc., there would be no Playboy magazine, there would be no strip clubs. So the fact that the girl gives the guy the attention in our club, 
Mm. Uses my name the first few times in the in the conversation. Touches my knee, yes. non sexually, but just touches me when mm -hmm. she talks to me. Yes. Looks at my Looks lips when she talks eyes. to me, or, mm. or my eyes. I'm more into that attention than just straight sex, mm. because I don't get that in society. Because it's attention. a kind of love. It's a it's a it's a little bit a little piece of love of a little piece of attention is so gratifying. I, I, I don't even think it's love. I think it's just the. We don't get that on the street, so we're willing to pay for it in the business context. Mm. That level of attention. Mm -hmm. We can walk into a whorehouse and, and get laid, but that's not the same as a girl saying, gee, John, we hardly get guys as good looking as you in here. Whether it's true or not, I mean, I don't no, get yeah, that. Sure. Yeah, and yeah, that's yeah, what the guys yeah, are truly and paying for. And is there a certain type of guy that goes to Spearmint Rhino? No, I don't think so. I mean, if you, if you, watch the, if you worked at the door, if you worked at the door, it's everybody. Yeah. All kinds of guys. Yeah. And a few women. Knock on wood, yeah. All kinds of guys. Yeah. And some couples. Some couples, but, um, you know, I mean, candidly, we shy away from that because a lot of times they get a little too frisky in the club or, or take liberties and back to the yeah. legal aspect. Yeah, yeah, after yeah, 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 yeah. It's hard to tell a couple to button it up. Yeah, and yeah. girls, too. I mean, if, if women come in as customers, sometimes they're more, just like these two girls, tonight, they're a little mm. too aggressive with yeah, one another sure, sure. from a licensing perspective. Mm -hmm. No, I understand. I understand. Wow. You've got to keep those rules because it, it's, it's like a, a powder keg of excitement that you kind of keep from yeah. exploding or, yeah, you're over the line and next thing you know, you're getting shut down. Yeah. No, you've got to be careful with it. You've got to be serious about the licensing. Interesting. Huh. Well, you that's know, we, why we, we just do a little show here, yeah. so we don't have to worry about that stuff, because that is complicated. Yeah, and we are an That institute. is like controlling this, this energy. It is sexual energy, I mean, sure, you know, yeah. and, and being able to keep it under control and keep people happy is, is really quite an art. Yeah. It's, a, yeah. it's a bit of a science, a legal science, for sure, and you've shown us how much of a science it is, the legalities of it. Uh, knowing what those legalities are so that you stay within them while at the same time, yeah, like opening up people's um, sex lives yeah. to a little bit of erotic attention without calling it erotic or sex. You know, um, we have a friend, actually, the grandson of, uh, what is his name? Oh, yeah. yeah well, Ma we, he calls himself Master D. He's Master David D. Saffron, and he's the grandson of a Abe Saffron, who was the kingpin of uh, strip clubs and brothels in Australia many for many, ago. many years. Yeah. Uh, and uh, and so we've heard a little bit. I don't know. We have a little connection with Australia, <laughs> I guess, through that. Plus a lot of clients uh, from Australia. Yeah, yes. we, we have a club in Melbourne. Do you? It's yeah. kind of the wild, wild west down there yeah. compared to here. Let, let me ask you a question because this is always brought up by the police and the mafia. Anybody ever come to you and say, uh, hey, listen, John? You know, in the in the, people ask that a lot in yeah. the in the so-called old days here. Sure, but mm -hmm. I mean, I think uh, you know John Gotti was really the last in this country that that happened with, and it took me a while to. What really about Warner Brothers? Wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <never mind. laughs> now, on a serious answer, it took it took me a yeah. second. But you know what's good about our government that I applaud is the dual system of state and federal. Mm -hmm. Because if I go to another country, I can buy my way in. Right. And if I was organized crime, I can buy my way out of prosecution or trouble. But the thing that makes the United States work is not say any particular city, pick any one of them. I could go to Long Beach, and if there were five officials on a board, I might be able to buy three of them, literally. 
And, of course, that happened not long ago, 10 years ago in Vegas. Three of the, the commissioners went to prison. Two were women because they were indeed on the take, and it was egregious. Huh. But um, that federal government coming in and overseeing local government really polices that in this country. Hmm, and that's what you don't see, um, you know, like in Australia or, right, or right. England. And it's interesting because here we have, we call it self-help. There's no self-help. You know, you have a tenant in a house, you can't go in and evict them if they right. don't pay the rent. You're liable for, for a lot of things. Australia kicked their ass out. Right. And right, the police right. will tell you, it's up to you. Get them out. Uh, interesting. So it makes for the wild, wild west, comparatively speaking. So, yeah, and, and other countries, Max, absolutely, here, about for 20 years. And then, and then you just, you have to know how to work it, obviously. Mm -hmm, you don't say mm -hmm. necessarily no, you don't say yes. You know, in the old days, it was the cigarette machines or the coin right. phones. So, you know, maybe you give them something. But they know, and, and I think it also, we, we stopped being mom and pop so much so that it was a manager in a club. So if you, by the time you get to 15 units, it's hard for some guy to come in and say, hey, we want to take care of your business. <laughs> so, we got too big. It was like McDonald's. Right, pretty right. Interesting. Wow. Well, very, very interesting. The, uh, the internal workings of the biggest strip club chain in the world. And with clubs in Australia, England, all over America, any other countries? We're in Canada, and, and as said, we were in Central Europe, and we've got a premises now in Vienna that we're going to be opening. Vienna. Cool. Great. Wow. And, uh, and what is your ambition? I mean, at this point, is it just keeping things going and maybe getting rid of some things, or do you want to enter new countries? Or? No, I, I mean, personally, I'm just, you know, the very elusive peace of mind and enjoying life at 58. I haven't seen the last dozen or 15 clubs that we've opened, so I'm, I'm out of it now. I see. For, for all intent and purposes, retired. And, and it's interesting because as I take Monica around, even the valet guy, you know, in front of a little club in City of Industry, you know, is with me 17 years. I, I haven't met anybody since I've been taking her on the rounds that have been with us less than, you know, 10 years. So I'm proud to say that. So we're established. We've been there for a long time, and, and it works. Great. Right. So you, yeah. Amazing. Amazing. That's pretty amazing. So you, you must have some very good right-hand and left-hand people. Yeah, I mean, the corporate yeah. office, is, it, it, it's blue-chip mainstream. You wouldn't recognize right. it. I mean, three in-house attorneys that are real sharp that used to do the First Amendment stuff and two CPAs. We run it, we run it yeah, like yeah, a regular yeah. company. Cool. So. Interesting. And what is your ambition? I think I'm going to go to law school. All right. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Legally I'm gonna go blonde, <laughs> plus, plus, plus. Well, she has, I mean, that's not a far reach. She has two younger sisters. Yeah. They're younger, mind you, that are both attorneys. And, um, you know, she's got the bachelor's degree, so it's an easy entry for her. Yeah, cool. yeah, and, uh, and you have the entry fee, too. <laughs> I do. I have two tickets. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, uh, th those are like the American Express card. You never leave home without them. Right. Okay. <laughs> mm -hmm. You go with me everywhere. <laughs> so that's, that's quite something. So you, you could have Monica represent you and no, she would never be good enough. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I have uh, some faith in your I ability. I, th I think you. I think you could be great. I think so too. I mean, because it takes all kinds to convince a jury. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. You gotta I work them with your eyes. It's, it's <laughs> just. It's, yeah. Eyes are here, not down here. Yeah. <laughs> Wow. I mean, they have some sexy attorneys that we've seen. Actually, oh, we've yeah. used women a lot tactically, you know, because I think it yeah. works, yeah. especially in the adult business. Sure. The propensity is, is there's more male judges, so that works yes. in our favor. And, 
I think they add a clean aspect to to a perceived dirty business. So yes, I mean for also for women judges to yeah. think, okay, yeah, here's a woman defending this. Maybe there's something okay about this. Now in Iceland, you you can't open a spearmint rhino in Iceland because they've uh, criminalized any form of entertainment club that involves women dancing. I didn't know that, but yes, they have. You know, I fly they, over Reykjavik. I don't think I'd want to open Iceland. <laughs> you know, they've taken feminism a little far. Yeah. I agree with Salon's Tracy Clark Flory that they have just gone way overboard in their so-called feminism in uh, in criminalizing stripping because uh, it deprives a lot of women of a livelihood. What, I mean, if you can't say what the typical customer is like, what's the typical dancer like? You know, they are a real cross-section of life in America. It, it really is true. Um, dancing, and for that matter, probably a far cousin from it, the porn business has become more acceptable in the last 20 years, so it's not yeah. the taboo that it was. Yeah, lots so of different kinds of more and more women, women are entering it because of the money. I mean, Everyone from superstar porn stars <laughs> to really moms trying to pay for their kids. Yeah, well, I mean, but, but also, I mean, so our minimum wage is now 15 bucks an hour, but I go to the dry cleaners where I fill my car up. How in the hell do, you know, for no offense to anybody, but how in the hell regular folk live on six hundred or eight hundred dollars yeah. a week, mm -hmm. and pay a third of that in income tax, and then pay a hundred bucks for the dry cleaning or a hundred bucks to fill the car. Yeah, how the hell do you do that? Ah. So when you can dance, can dance. Unfortunately, a dancer maybe makes five times as much, and she may work one day as opposed to working five days and just mm -hmm. kick back the rest. But at least she has the potential to make very, very good money. Yeah. And again, it's lawful what she's doing. It's not like she's selling drugs. Right. Yeah, no, it's it's time. it's kind of a no-brainer if you can do it. Uh, so, what do kids think of what you do? You know, I was I was married to a porn girl that worked for Vivid, Diana Loren. Oh. And you've interviewed a lot of girls. Like I think you've done. Well, I know you did. Uh, well, you've done a bunch of them that I used to go out with. I done. Think. Yeah. That's the <laughs> done. But um, <laughs> Diana helped me because I was interviewed all the time, 12, 13 years ago in England, and. Uh, she taught me to say, you don't want your daughter to swing around the pole. You want her to own the pole. So you condone, you know, if you're a trash company, there's nothing wrong with being a trash company. I just aspire for my daughter not to pick up the trash, but to own the trash company. So it was difficult for me, candidly, the God card, the moral card, the ethics. Mm. And I've struggled with it all my life. They have, mm -hmm. my daughter goes, I have two daughters. One's nine and, and one is 17. And mm -hmm. the 17-year-old goes to a prestigious private school and they'll have a career day where the parents you know it's a relatively small <laughs> school will come in and say what they did ah career day and I, i'm looking so around good. i make more than probably 90 percent of the parents there <laughs> and have a bigger business model but you know couldn't go in there not that they would stop not me. allowed interesting they don't stop me it's just oh. it's difficult you know and yeah, it was yeah. difficult for her you didn't want her. to go in there because <clears throat> you didn't want her yeah. to have to deal with so i've, I've guarded her all say. the way all the way through because i was also cognizant of the crappy childhood that i had but you know, Max and I did that little federal thing, and it was funny because I guess she was about 12 years old, and I had the talk. You know, I, I was in prison, and she just laughed at me. She thought I was telling her a joke. It took me about three days to convince her. No, I, before <laughs> I you were really born, I was prison. really there. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've tried to raise her right. So you would, you'd be surprised. We live in a very um, 
traditional family setting, dinner at home, around the table, all the rest of the stuff. So, I mean, we're not cool. swinging from mm-hmm. the chandeliers naked or anything. Do you have nature. dinner? You don't look like you eat any no, dinner. I do. <laughs> I eat a lot, actually. Were you dazing off there? You were just yeah, kind of <laughs> when she heard dinner, she turned around. But I, I do have to ask you, because you've referred to it a couple times, and it's not on the Internet. What was so tough about your childhood? Um, only child. Both parents were... Um, pretty bad alcoholics. Neither one had a career, but it was interesting. When I was in kindergarten... So they weren't in construction? My dad was a carpenter, but oh. no money. He was just a carpenter. Just a carpenter. Just a okay, carpenter. because somebody wrote that you got into the family construction business. That's how you... No, I think where that came in is is, is what I went to prison for is I phonied up financial statements to get construction bonding, surety bonding, to do federal work projects, and I involved my mom and dad, and that's the main reason I pleaded because I had them sign on the paperwork because both of them essentially worked for me. We are setting the record straight, brothers That's and right. sisters. That's right. But, but what was interesting that you'll find interesting is when I was in kindergarten or around that age, my mom pulled out of our driveway and hit the neighbor's car and met the neighbors, and they, and they lived in what was a complicated wife-swapping arrangement. So oh. every Friday night, my dad would be with the woman and my mom would be with the guy, but all four of them were together. So they would go out to dinner, but my mom was a couple with a guy, and my dad was a couple with a woman sitting around the table. They had an older daughter about three years older than I was, and for 10 years of my life, it was that lifestyle. I never saw sex, but they just swapped, and it seemed normal at the time. And it was interesting because my dad died in 94, Mm. and something just like a curtain slammed on me how wrong it was. And mm. I just disowned my stepmother, was very cruel to her, et cetera, didn't help her out, and mm. haven't seen her or talked to her, and she died a while ago. But, um, you know, there were no morals when, when I was brought up at all. So, you know, do what you want to do, and I'm lucky, knock on wood, I didn't go to jail for a very long time, et cetera, because success meant do anything. You know, it wasn't wrong, as long huh. as you made the money out of it. But did they want you to go to law school? No, they, they, they had no idea. I, I was just on my own. Wow. I mean, I was carrying and my where mom do you think you got that. that drive? Did you have another role model that was separate from your family? No, no none. And, and she teases me about it because I'm probably pretty close to OCD. You know, all the knives facing in the drawer the same direction, the cans in the cupboard are, are you know, everything's organized. Huh. All the businesses are organized. Yeah, well, that, that can be a neurotic problem. Or it can be, you know... All the dildos have to be organized by size. <laughs> all, all the strip clubs are organized. And this that is, is what... That's not a bad... That's not a bad... This is very, what the girls... Truthful. I'll be able to get to them in the dark. <laughs> this is what the girls like about the strip clubs. Is they're very organized. They're very clean. And, you know, a lot of clubs... I call them strip clubs, but I know gentlemen's clubs. You know, but... They're so sleazy, they're dirty, they're, uh, you know, kind of smelly, and I think some of them, some of them, we won't name names, we've been to a few, but, uh, but yeah, Spearmint Rhino, I think, uh, yeah, it sort of smells like Spearmint or something. Uh, (laughs) Like the casinos, we do the little misters in the air. Yeah, so you've also got the Vegas club. (laughs) Yeah, oh, you don't. don't That would be nice, yeah. Well, it's funny because Vegas or, you know, we're real close to opening in Manhattan or London or what people know of Spearmint Rhino, they don't say, oh, gee, I was in the one in Santa Maria or Oxnard or, you know, these, these little city ones yeah. that we have. Yeah. But that's the backbone of the business, not the big ones. Huh. Right. I would rather have a lot of little ones than one big one. You like to not be dicks, where there's clubs. no other entertainment. Yeah, that yeah. too. Yeah. <laughs> where people are just desperate for entertainment. Uh, any kind of craziest events that have ever happened there? 
In what regard? You mean I don't know. Clubs? Famous people. Can oh, you all name the time. names? All the, uh, all the time. There's <laughs> famous people that come in. I mean, in Vegas or London, there's always everybody. I mean, Prince Charles was over there. Prince and, and, Charles. And the kids have been in. The, you know, all the Mike Tysons, Sylvester Stallone, Mickey Rourke's, all those guys. Not Prince Harry? Up. I thought he was the wild Harry, one. Harry was oh, okay. in uh, a club that we have in England. Mm-hmm. Okay, we have three minutes, brothers and sisters. In the last three minutes, what is the message you want to tell the world? Um, you have a great show, and thanks for having us on. Uh, thank you for using your, your message to the world to promote my show. Well, I want to promote, you know, entertainment. I want to promote uh, the joys of voyeurism and exhibitionism and making a few bucks while you're at it. It's, uh, it there's nothing wrong with it, and, um, and it's, you know, it's a, it's a great thing for people to enjoy, to supplement perhaps their monogamous sex life. Yeah. Uh, and also, it's a healing process. It's a, it's a special place. Sex, I've been in this business for years. I've been prosecuted. Sex is in my heart. It's also in my genes. Absolutely. Yeah. And some guys need, need to keep it in their genes. I mean, there's, there's all different kinds of, uh, of clients and customers that come into Spearmint Rhino. Some are married, and this is their way of not cheating. And some are, uh, you know, kind of going out with the boys. This is a male bonding thing with girls, you know, instead of having to just bond with the males alone. Uh, and for some, you know, they're just lonely guys that really need and they have no some place, attention. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, and where are they going to get that? I mean, why shouldn't they be able to pay for a little warm, sincere, but, you know, business-like attention? I think it's something that societies need to kind of keep that male testosterone under control. You know, it helps. It helps to look at titties. I think there's... Uh, there's some study that said that, uh, you know, looking at titties, just looking, can heal you. Right, Max? You uh, yeah, know, when you're in right. pain, just... Feeling <laughs> healed. Heart, you know, <laughs> just, it, it really... It, that's right. You know, we can analyze it or not, but it does work. And the act of just taking off clothing and showing is such a beautiful thing. It was rated by some big study... Uh, as the second most popular sexual turn-on. The most popular being, of course, fucking. Okay, <laughs> sexual intercourse. Yep, yeah, whoop, whoop for fucking. <laughs> but, you know, you can't do that all the time. It's a little messy. It's personal. Uh, but just looking, just looking. Hey, it's something we, we can do quite a lot of. I believe that the first dances among humans were probably erotic dances. Some people believe it was... Uh, it was One uh, minute war dances. I think it was sex dances and I think Spearmint Rhino carries on that tradition beautifully. I am so grateful to have the CEO of Spearmint Rhino, John Gray, and the beautiful, exquisite Playboy Playmate, Monica Monroe, soon to be on Playboy Slovakia cover. And of course, thank you, Cindy, our uh, sample Spearmint Rhino dancing girl. <laughs> and and thank you, everyone, way, and thank you, Nori, for your birthday. Yeah. We're going to celebrate in the after party. Nori and Helen. Hey, just stand up a second. Show Nori and Helen. Where are they? Yes, show them. Stand no, up. They're not here. Couple oh, there number they are. one. Yeah, there they are. They've survived. They actually met in Bonoboville and fell in love in Bonoboville and, and then abandoned us to live with each other. But we love them anyway, especially 
Yeah, so we're going to celebrate later. So thank you guys. Also, follow these people on Twitter, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, you know their Twitters. You can just And you know where yeah. to find Spearman Rhino. <laughs> we know, yeah. <laughs> you know where to find them. Just look them up. And They're everywhere. Yes, brothers and sisters, thank you for joining us in your home or your house or your ca- cardboard box or whatever you're in. Uh, we want you to be good. Be happy. Go to Spearmint Rhinos. Uh, make like bonobos, not baboons. Make love, not war. Make love to someone you love tonight, even if that someone is you. I love you. Yeah. You can talk to us. I'm Dr. Susan Block, your mistress of the airwaves, but my day job is director of the Dr. Susan Block Institute for the Erotic Arts and Sciences, specializing in sex therapy over the phone. Anytime you need to talk, whether you need serious psychotherapy or a hot phone sex experience or a combination, my world-renowned telephone sex therapists are just a phone call away. Totally private, absolutely confidential. We listen, talk with you, advise you, role play for you, fantasize with you, no fantasy is too taboo, and help you with anything from impotence to exhibitionism, fears to desires, fetishes to marriages. For more information, call us at 213-291-9497. That's 213-291-9497 anytime you need to talk. You're listening to Radio Suzy One on the World Wide Web.